0: The mic end of summer, big questions. Back to work. Now what? Welcome back to the pod, my sweet friend Lana Bradshaw. Hi. <laughs> uh I I love the question of now what? And I think now what means so many things at the end of the summer. Um, because it's what is the job you're going back to? Are you stoked to be going back to this job? Are you not so stoked and what does a change look like? So in the season of change, being the mother that you are, what would you say sweet Jack is most excited about in the season turning to September? Homework. Oh, he's excited. He wants homework.
1: I'm just, I'm just being uh, silly. No, I think he's honestly most excited about seeing his friends on a regular basis He's a bit of a social butterfly, so he's looking forward to that. And I think that the fun thing about September is, for at least Jack and kids in school, they don't know which teacher they're getting. Ah, know who's going to be in his class, like who from grade three is going to be going into grade four with him. Yeah, and he's pretty pumped about that. And I think I'm pretty pumped about the routine and consistency. Yeah, and so, is he, so is he. You know, summer is so fun and laissez-faire and we've been having a blast. But they need routine, and I need routine and predictability, and to know that Tuesday at one o'clock I don't have to worry about childcare. But he is looking yeah. to figuring out like who he's going to be spending the year with. Who's yeah, his and who's
0: his? Teacher, and so this is the perfect segue. I wanted to chat about the now what question as it relates to work and how in this market of unpredictability, um, I thought people previously chose leaders. I thought people said, I'm stoked on this job to work for this person. And I'm wondering what you're seeing as it relates to the unknown of leaders interviewing or considering roles without knowing who your manager will be. Um, has that changed? I think it's changed lately
1: because what I'm hearing is I am applying because right now it feels like such a big numbers game. So it's not so much the leader or the values, sadly. It's about, well, I, I need to work and I want to work. And so I'm just going to apply to as many jobs as I can and hope that one of them sticks. I've been hearing that a lot lately, which is, great because it shows some grit and you know there's a lot of great organizations where we're from and and all around North America with our clients but it's also a little bit sad like you're just throwing things at the wall and you're going to see what sticks it's not Mm -hmm. the approach that we would encourage but I think that once you're in an organization there's good leaders and bad leaders and you can just lead by example and figure out I'm here what can I change or improve? And how long do I want to stay? Those would be the filters that I would use to overcome those barriers.
0: Yeah. What about contract work? Do you think it matters um, as much about the predictability of your team or of your leader if you're joining on a contract or a freelance basis?
1: I think it matters who you're spending your time with full stop, whether it's contract or permanent. But I think that it's easier for candidates because they know there's an end date. So if you're dealing with a situation or a person that it's, it's like oil and water, it's easier for candidates to do freelance or consulting work to be like, well, I'm only doing it till the end of the year. It's yeah. fine. It's not really worth ruffling feathers because I'll be out of here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel, um, what comes up for me a lot is where are we settling for like utter mediocrity? And like, I want to tick a box or I'm going to apply to things that really might not feel great to your point. Like we cringe at a values misalignment and yet it's like, well, is that a job right now? And how does that feel? Um, Oh gosh, it hurts my heart to accept you know, mediocre relationships in any area of our life. And that includes our working relationships. And I was actually speaking with a client um, a few weeks ago. And I mean, like the energy was down, the enthusiasm. I was like, gosh, what's going on? Like, we are a consulting company and, and I don't feel inspired to work with you as a consulting company. How on earth can you have employees be stoked to come to work with you? So um, I think that there is this ripple effect and I, I just don't want to accept it. I don't want to say that like, it's it's okay for people to be feeling, I mean, everyone's feelings are valid. It's okay for how you're feeling. And how can we be responsible for the energy we're bringing into an interview the the workplace, the unknown, and channel a little bit of Jack that says, I might not know who my teacher is. How am I going to show up? Mm -hmm. I think there's something there.
1: For sure. And I, I think what I would add is sometimes your values can be making money. Sometimes your values are, I just need a paycheck and I'm okay tabling everything else for now until I can get back on my feet again. And then maybe I'll look for a different job or maybe my values will change. And I think I would also add something that I say to Jack, which is all feelings are valid and all reactions are not. Mm. So you can feel maybe with this client that you're talking about, Burnt out or frustrated or uninspired, but the reaction of those feelings coming across as uninterested or, you know, rude or whatever it was that you kind of took away, that's not okay.
0: Mm. Yes. So be mindful of the energy you bring into the room. Be mindful that your feelings and theirs are valid and we can be responsible for reactions. Mm -hmm. Big time. I think I need to train Bernie on that one. Like, Bernie, Somebody walking by <laughs> is not appropriate to be barking at. Um, okay, this is the segue. So the job market still a little wavy, still a little volatile. I'm gonna say it's still a little slow. The waves are rolling, there's some folks interviewing, there's some more pausing. I think we need a few more weeks into September to see what shifts are actually happening, who wants to put gas behind what. And I think every day matters. I think that. You don't know what corner will be turned on what day and so we're here for it um come september we also are hosting our second now edition of the now what club and the now what club was started as a place to say how can we come together most if not everyone who joined us the first round had gone through uh, a candidate coaching experience with you to say I'm in the market, and how do I help find my footing, find what's next? And um, I I think that, you know, there was a part of my heart that just said, what do we offer after that? Like, how do we keep this group together? And so I'd love to know your thoughts on the experience in 2023. It's kind of wild. We haven't been here before. What is it like to be offering these spaces, both one-on-one with yourself and then in a group atmosphere? for the folks that are in a, in a time of career transition.
1: The one-on-ones and the group sessions have been a lot of fun, actually. It's been inspiring to see people that are, you know, well-advanced in their career who are experts in so many different layers and so many different industries come together privately with me and in group settings and say, I have no idea what I'm doing. Or I do know what I'm doing, but I don't want to keep doing it. And I have no idea what I want to do next. And it's so funny because the now what continues all throughout our lives. It's not just about work. It's about personal, our personal lives as well. But okay, now what I'm wanting to transition careers. So we talk about that. Here's what you can do to make it a smooth transition. Then the now what is, okay, I got hired. What should my 30, 60, 90 days look like? Okay, now what? I've been here for a year. How do I prep for this raise? Okay, now what? I'm crushing this job, but I really want to add this component into my repertoire. I want to do marketing, but I want to focus on growth and not just digital. And it's for example, and I think that it's just it's daunting in one way, but it's so exhilarating and inspiring in the other way. And I think it's and a really great reminder to know that not even working and looking for work, but just this life thing is really hard. And I don't know if it's the keeping up with the Joneses or this social media BS that we're experiencing right now, or this like dopamine nation that we're just like devouring. But we forget that all of this is really hard. We're not alone. And we make mistakes. We upset people. We have a bad day. We get fired. We quit our jobs. We have burnout, all these things. And you know what? That's okay.
0: Mm -hmm. It's okay. I'm hitting the pause button on this sweet episode to tell you about something that you might like our newsletter. We call it The Corkboard. It has all things juicy, whether you are looking to keep in touch between episodes or find out more about our coaching, development, or hot new jobs that we're working on. The link is in our show notes. Your inbox is sacred and your time is too. So now let's get back to the episode. I'm going to tangent for a second and say, can you share with me off the top, you aren't prepped for this. Some spaces and places, good, bad, label it as you know, productive in any way that coming together has been advantageous to your life. And I'm going to think of the same. And I think that um, when we can consider it in this sort of, I don't I'm melting pot of options, of, of where do we come together? And how can coming together in the name of looking for work also add to this beautiful enhancement of our lives because of community so without thinking of it through the job lens can you tell me three places or spaces you may have been a part of them personally maybe from an arm's distance or or only know of them what places or spaces would those be for you LB my friends yes I mean that goes without
1: saying but I think it's important to just take it a step further and obviously I mean I'm speaking to one of them my friends are very accomplished people and bring such a unique lens to everything that even just asking them a question, even just asking them their opinion, is a great place to start for the now what? And mm-hmm. I, I turned them time and time again as sounding boards. And so that would be my number one. Number two is my community. You know, we always joke about how I'm the unofficial mayor of Caresdale, but I lean on my community. Pretty heavily. And that can be the head librarian at the library across the street from my house who I know and I talk to. And I go to her if I need books to suggest for my son's library at school or that I want to be reading or, you know, the best business books that are coming down the pipeline that haven't hit the market yet. And I also include in the community the pack at my son's school. I'm not on the pack um, for reasons I won't get into. (laughs) And also they asked me not to participate, but there is a group of people there that I also find very inspiring and they have a lot of different diversity and I learn from them often. And the third one would be charity, which Mm -hmm. I know I talk about so much, but it's so impactful for me in terms of community and networking and enriching my life and we've talked about it before but I would say all of the big milestones in my life professionally have been propelled by my philanthropic endeavors mm-hmm. and it's yeah I don't think it should be overlooked and those would be my three yeah brands, community and charities
0: and that is a beautiful thing. I actually listened to a podcast from Mel Robbins. Um, it was a few weeks ago now about building friendships and doing so via coffee shops. Did you yes. listen to that episode? To all of hers. Yes. And, you know, it spoke about what different coffee shops offer and why. And the neighborhood one that's a little bit grungy, that used to be a diner, yet it's an institution in town versus, you know, the nicer coffee shops where, she so beautifully states that a pastry $75. And that's, of course, why wouldn't you buy a $75 pastry at that kind of coffee shop and the impact of a drive through versus the, you know, power of the coffee shop that your um, emergency workers in town would, would go to or, or stay at for that matter. You know, are you a to stay? Are you a to go kind of coffee drinker? And I feel so passionately about the coffee shop scene. I am where I live. There's one little, Coffee shop, and it is the coffee shop. It is the spot that, you know, our pups can not even be on a leash and sit outside and want to greet everyone and it's the morning coffee shop of choice and the afternoon meeting spot. And um, it looks pretty decrepit, yet like, I'm really here for it. So there is something to be said about like, what is community in that way. I also think about my running groups that I've been a part of, and how like getting out to sweat, fast or slow, is so not what it's about when you're with other people. And I think of fitness that I mean, of course, I've have felt Very fit in my day. I've also felt so unfit. And the notion of like coming together to create this equilibrium of like, we can all, if we can run, we can run together. And it doesn't matter how fast or slow you are. And I think of that analogy when I think of the Now What Club, because I think that the Now What Club doesn't matter you know, what level you're at in your career, it doesn't matter if you've applied to 100 jobs or one job. Um, It's a space to say, like, we're in this journey. And on the other side of it, we all want to be in the practice of of our dharma of like how we spend our days is on purpose and i think that is what the now what club brings is the space to say let's spend our days on purpose and i'm really proud to say that now what club cohort number one i think at least 50 percent of them have landed a new gig so oh, yeah. if that is to say anything it's to say that like together is better and it's taken some coaching and it's taken, you know, multiple offers and they've come out the other side. And so hot diggity. It's possible. It's working.
1: No, I, I love it. I think it's a probably the best part of now what is just showing up. Showing up. Just show yes. up. And yeah, they they reach the goal, but also we're still in contact with them and they're in contact oh. with each other without us. And they're oh. sharing right recipes from someone, you know who I'm talking about they're doing tips on other things. We're sharing books. We're sharing documentaries. Like we're giving leads. I didn't get this job. I think that it would be great for you. That network is so important. And just showing up is so important and getting out of your comfort zone is also so important because like you said, you never know what's going to happen. And I'll just share this little antidote to that, which is I've been going to the gym at my community center. As as you know, I like to brag about it at every opportunity. And I met a gentleman there and we ended up just chatting. I was like, oh, what are you doing here? It was like 12 o'clock on a Monday. He's like, oh, I got laid off, but I, so now I spend my time at the gym. I'm like, oh, you know, what did you do? And we ended up chatting and he was one of the finalists in the role that we placed at
0: Stucy. Oh. You bet him in real I'm life
1: director. Yeah. And he's incredible. He's so talented and I never would have crossed paths with him.
0: Yeah.
1: I've yeah. just been like reaching for the same, you know, equipment at the gym Yeah, and we're still in touch and he landed a job and we're connecting and, you know, he's like, we're going to be doing some recruitment in Q4 and I'm going to keep you in mind. And so like, there you go. It's a win-win. Giddy up.
0: Well, just like that. We need to wrap it in a bow. Uh, We'll have links below of how you can sign up to join. You can sign up to work one-on-one with Lana. You can join us in a club for four weeks together and have some fun. And if anything, we want this to feel like you're a friend of Lana's, like you're on Run Club with Steph, and that it's all possible together, and new community will be formed because of it. So thank you for jumping on, and uh, more soon. See you in September. Bye. And you know what makes my heart beat faster? The fact that I get to share with you that this podcast is brought to you in partnership with More Good Media. Our friends over at More Good Media are spreading the good word, one conversation, one podcast at a time. So thanks so much for your support. We are so glad to be here in partnership. Oh, hey, before you go, You know, listening to podcasts on this thing called the internet, it's a wild ride. And what would be so helpful on our wild journey is if you would be so kind to jump on and give us a review four, maybe even five stars. It really helps. Thanks for joining us.